Oh yeah, I forgot. I made a sandwich because I'm starving. And you're just like not eating it? Yeah, I just had it sitting next to me like it's just there for companionship. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Can I bring my companion sandwich into the theater? No, no, I'm not going to eat it. It's just going to be there. Um, yeah, but just, just there for like... Yes. <laughs> just there to make me feel better about my life. Like, in case I wanted to eat it, I could, but I'm not going to. always think that like initially like girls are annoying because they are yes <laughs> but we I are girls like, we are annoying girls i get it uh-huh. like they've got to be your people yeah but no they're actually like really cool and like their voices aren't weird anything like that theo hi that's the sweetest guy i'm just the sweetest guy I love it so much. You're so cute. You're so cute. You're so cute. No, you cannot escape now. Let me love you. Do 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 do. Who's that? Hi there. Who's that? He's like, bitch, put me down. Yeah, he's like, I don't care. <laughs> well, so he likes to be up here and all up in my business, twenty four seven. And lately, he's been getting really needy while I'm working, which I th- would think he would be used to. And he'll just sit, like, right here. Oh, my gosh. And be like, pet me. And I'm like, I'm literally <laughs> working. And he's like, mm, pet me. And I'm like. He's like, hey, remember me, the no. cat? Oh, Jesus, why? What happened? He, j- he jumped down and then came over here and just got me. Oh, my gosh. I have a heart attack over here. Fuck. That cat. Um, so anyway. Like, volume okay, or is this too far away? The volume of my voice! No, that's fine. Okay. Alright. Welcome back, everybody, to Combos Over Coffee. Um, we kind of disappeared on you guys a little bit. Won't happen again. Promise. Uh, uh, I mean, I feel like that's a stealthy, stealthy promise. Um, well, it wasn't our fault. It was like, you know, technology. Yes, technology and the gods, if you believe in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they were kind of like angry at us or something. That makes sense. I, I do anger quite a few people. <laughs> I'm known to be quite vexing. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, um, what what, I... what had happened was, <laughs> so I don't get it. Like, I mean, this is our ninth 
technically 10th episode if you're counting the last episode as the ninth episode but now this has to be the ninth episode um Uh podcastle i was working with them for like a week on it and they said oh your podcast didn't save correctly which is weird because i stopped many times during our uh recording and it would save remember like i'm like okay i'm gonna save it and then i'm gonna start recording all right, now so I'm going like to stop no it. no portion of it? No portion. That is so weird. So if, if I stopped it right now, it should save what we've already talked about. Yeah. And then I could understand, like, one part of it. But no, the whole fucking thing. The whole fucking thing is, like, gray and not yeah. working. And I kept trying to work with them. And they're like, oh, it, it didn't save correctly. And I'm like, fucking fantastic. So then we were going to re-record, but then... So, yeah, so our little hiatus was also um, something that was going on with me. My grandpa died. Um, R.I.P. Abuelo. So it was my mom's dad. He was really funny. He liked to, like, joke around and stuff. And he, with most, like, people from that generation, they were just, like, very, like, work workaholics, I guess, because, like, that's all they knew, you know? Um, so, like, retirement was hard for him, but then he found, like, hobbies, um, he loved, like, um, kind of, like, fixing things, or, like, being out in the yard, and, like, taking care of, he had the most pristine yard in his neighborhood. Aww. Freaking amazing. (laughs) And he loved to, like, plant things, flowers, vegetables, whatever. He would just spend so much time out there. Um... But then he got sick, he got cancer, and I think what, what really sucked is that just he couldn't do that stuff anymore. So it's like on top of being sick, he also couldn't be like active like he wanted to, you know? Grandpa's gonna go to work, 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 work. This is why I'm not in showbiz. Wait, it's sort of him. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad that he's not like sick anymore and you know dealing with that hey did uh abuela get my gift (gasps) she did yes she was so happy she was like oh my gosh your friend is so nice and then she's like tell her she has to come over she's like i'll make lunch for you guys or something and i was like well (laughs) (laughs) she lives in minnesota but maybe she's in town again (laughs) heck yeah your grandma sounds amazing so she was she was like, oh, I love everything. It's so nice. And she goes, and it's like yellow. Yay! <laughs> like, it's so pretty. I was like, yeah. <laughs> we'll go visit your family in Cali, and then you can come with me to visit my sister in Florida. <gasps> yes! I mean, it's if so you want, sad. you can save up now and then come with me to Universal in October, and we can go to all the haunted houses. <gasps> That'd be fun. Yeah. It is really fun. Do they do like a a Halloween theme or something? Yeah. Have you ever been to the one at Six Flags? Mm, Oh, like the Fright Night or something like that? No. I've heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) No. Yeah. Well, it's like that. So it's it's really fun. Like they shut Mm -hmm. down the park to get ready and uh you know you've got to like buy tickets specifically for the fright night and 
You can do uh-huh. the VIP passes, and it's just so fun. Except, you know, we got downpoured on, so... Oh, no. I could I could get you ready for that. Like, we now found these. <laughs> they're almost like galoshes, you know, for your shoes that you can put on. And then I oh, think yeah. that I would carry maybe, like, a sling bag or something to keep, like, the ponchos and my little galoshes in and... I mean, I was going on rides, but I'm not going to go this year, like, on rides, because mm-hmm. Auntie Steph can't handle the rides. I threw up on the <coughs> Harry Potter ride last time, the one that shakes you where you're riding the broom. <laughs> I threw up, like, oh six my times gosh. on myself. What the hell? It just, it, I'm telling you, it's like, it's like a ride where they're like, hey, you know how, like, you put a paint can in between those things and then you shake it. I know it. exactly what you're talking about. Let's make a ride like that. That sounds bad. Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh. Um, so I'm in the midst of getting my conceal carry. Oh yeah. What did you have that popped up on the app yesterday at like seven thirty? I was like, this bitch is not doing anything at seven thirty in the morning. I was going to. <laughs> so I took my class so that I can I, I took the conceal carry training class. So I learned all about gun safety. I did my shooting. I passed. And then you need to drop off your application with the fact that you pass the class to the local sheriff's station and then they do a background check and that finalizes your conceal carry so that then I can legally have a gun on me and mm-hmm. I was going to go do that except I hadn't updated my license because something happened where I couldn't go eons ago and then I've just always had it on the back burner Uh Well, one of the things is that you have to have an updated license. Uh And so Tuesday, I went to update my license, but there was nothing on there that said you could have a temporary license or not. And of course, Uh I would have been the first appointment. So by the time I realized this could be a problem, it was too late to call. And then... I emailed them, but because they open at 7.30, nobody was going to get to my email until 7.30 or after. I think that is what I was going to ask you way earlier (laughs) about, like, some new job that you were buying the pants for. Yes, that's that job. Oh, okay. So did you get hired for it? Tentatively. He just said that he loved my background and corrections. all this. Okay. Yeah. Um, Conceal Carry, where I did my training, is MN Firearms. I want to give them a shout out. They're amazing. They are centered in Anoka. And what was great was that they have on-demand classes. So you can pay and do all the classes at home, like the classroom stuff. And I was like, Mm -hmm. man, this online stuff can't be that good. It was really fucking good, like, so good, so informative, the way that you stand, the way that you're supposed to hold the gun. The Most of it is just the safety aspect of it, and mm-hmm. I, like, highly, highly rate them, like, definitely go to them. Um, 
it's like 90 bucks for the on-demand class. Then you can go in and do your, like, range shooting. Mm -hmm. Then you can rent everything. So to rent the gun and bullets was like, I don't know, 40 bucks. And then to rent the ear protection and eye protection was like six bucks. So for, you know, as I want it to be able to do it on my time, just last minute, like a lot of places were like, oh, there's a class in a week. There's a class in two weeks. So this one really fit my schedule. It was very informative. And it was only $138 and some change. That's super awesome. Yeah, and they were really great. They're there. Like, I did my classroom portion there, and they'll answer any questions as it comes up. And I just sat on their couch, and this cute big dog wandered around. I was right by a fireplace. (coughs) But they, you can rent different kinds of guns and ammo from them to try them. Oh. That is really cool, actually. I've never like shot a gun but I kind of want to and then so you were doing all this and we had gone over to um one of my boyfriend's friends and he was like so his dad I guess works for Springfield like the armory or something that's like around here and um uh oh so he's got like a ton of guns. <laughs> so he was like showing us all of his guns Ooh. and I was like, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a gun person by any means. Um, there was one girl at my girls night who said that she wants to have a gun just because, you know, she's a small girl. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that in the training, they even talk about how you should not necessarily have your gun on you at all times and that automatically puts you in a position to be an aggressor so like say you and I get into a fight if I don't if I have my gun on me and I don't stop and walk away if I continue our argument then I am held more accountable because I know I have a gun on me And so us just in a verbal argument is already a bad idea. So, like, right now I can argue with you all I want and it can get heated. Say one of us throws a punch, whatever, but Mm. then it can always escalate because of the gun. Or if then you come at me, well, I have deadly force and you don't. So it's just puts you into a much more responsible position. They even say, if you're having a bad day, do not leave the house with the gun. Mm. Just don't. Like, it's it's not a good idea. It... A lot of people just feel like, oh, I'm going to be safer if I have a gun. And it's like, I mean, safer from if somebody uses deadly force on you, but you can't just whip your gun out all the time in any situation right yeah exactly like that's not what it's for (laughs) take self-defense classes if that's your main concern Mm -hmm. because you can only use a gun on somebody if 
deadly force is needed. So if they are, say they took your person, they're running away from you. Well, they're running away. You're not supposed to shoot somebody when they're running away. And that's what I think a lot of people think is I'm just going to have a gun on me at any time and that will scare people or protect me. And it's like, that's not what that's really for. Like if I, if you were to piss me off, we're in mm-hmm. our cars, road ragey, and I even bring out my gun. That's a, like a felony <coughs> or really? a misdemeanor. I forget which, but just from like intimidation of like, hey, don't fuck with me. I have a gun. Mm-hmm. I can go to jail just for that. Damn. Yeah. That's why I said the classes are amazing. And so I think what people want guns for are a lot of the wrong reasons. I'm never going to carry mine on me except for when my job requires it. And I've Mm -hmm. already looked at different safes to store my gun in as well, even though there are no children in my house or anything. Yeah. So. I I still feel like that's a good idea, though, to, like, have it in a safe. I only want it for this armed job. I'm not even going to just willy-nilly carry it around to be like, oh, I have a gun, so I'm just going to carry it on me at all times, because I can. And I hate people like that. (laughs) I know. I really can't stand when people, like, just carry their gun around. It's like, what the fuck do you need your gun? Like, Just in case. Just in case what? I mean, just in case there's that mall shooter or movie theater (laughs) shooter or grocery store shooter. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a crazy world, but I don't know. But then it's like, so I get that, but then I get, like, where if you didn't have your gun and something like that happened and you could have, like, protected you and your child or you and your wife or whatever from that, like, how would you feel, you know? Yeah, so, I mean, it's just... How many movie theater shootings have there been? You know what I mean? Like, there was one. And so, it's one of those things where sometimes there are things in this world that are going to happen. I mean, there's going to be hurricanes, earthquakes, volcanoes. Um, There's going to be car accidents, plane crashes, and your gun isn't going to save anybody in those instances. And even Mm -hmm. if you did have your gun, who's to say that you would have saved yourself, your family, and others? I mean, again, what I tell people is fighting fire with fire does not put out the fire. Yeah. It's water. I mean, it can definitely make things worse or, like, escalate it for sure. Yeah. So, there's there's my little gun rant. Um, Are you ready for to be educated I'm ready I'm ready actually I'm not I'm gonna run up and get my coffee real quick god damn it Theo (laughs) can I help you do you need something oh my gosh so real quick my my co-worker who is on vacation in California the bestie no, um, she's another coworker. <gasps> <laughs> the bestie is who I actually went out with last night. Oh, uh, to analog? 
Mm-hmm. I wondered while I was looking at it, who are you cheating on me with? <laughs> yeah, she was like, I just really need to go out. She was like, I feel like I want to drink and, like, just have fun. And she was like, would you want to go with me sometime? And I was like, yeah. And she was like, okay, when? <laughs> I was like, like in 10 minutes or like a month from now? Like, what are we talking? Let's get it on the box. Then, go. Okay. Who are these women? Are you cheating on me again? <laughs> you really got to stop or at least slow down. I can't keep up. <laughs> okay. So you ready? Um, yes. So this was in The Edge. It says, what oh. are you curious about? This was October, November, 2023. And this is Everything. life, love, and after. Oh. It's just one of those things that you can pick up, like, anywhere, like, at a grocery store or wherever they'll put them out, you know? hmm So, this one says, life after adulthood, growth of the soul, ages 29 to 84. Life after adulthood? Yeah. I guess uh, adulthood ends at 28. 24? So. No, no. It says ages 29 to 84. Oh, 29. Okay. Yeah. So, like, you were done at 28. What the hell? Sorry. Well, that's what, I'm not 29 yet, so. That's what Kathy Ginetek says. Yes. Don't talk to me like that. Go to your room. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to live it up for the next week or whatever. <laughs> Good. I'm be a kid. Yes. Fine. Uh, you're grounded. Like, have I'll be fun. grounded. I can't go to work. There I you can't. go. <laughs> you can take my phone. There we <laughs> go. Just... I'll just play magic all day in my room. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. You're not my real mom. Oh Which goodness. is true. So, <laughs> Kathy Gnatek. Gnatek? I don't know. It's G-N-A-T-E-K. Gnatek? Is yeah, the G like silent? Gnatek or something like that. Is it like Gnome? <laughs> I would think so. So, she says that the longer you live, the more you get a feel for life's ebbs and flows, the natural rhythm of cycles of growth, sustenance, and decay. Which, like, <laughs> it's all, like, cycles of growth, sustenance, and decay. Decay. I feel like <sighs> all I do is decay. <laughs> <laughs> Same Z's. <laughs> so, she wrote, uh, psychologist Carl Jung wrote that at midlife, the soul calls us to individuate and to throw off all the shoulds imposed on us by others and explore the unknown parts of who we are. Mm. Like all of life's major transitions, this awakening coincides with an astrological (laughs) transit. Are you ready? Uh The Uranus opposition. (laughs) So as if adulthood wasn't scary enough it's now petrifying yes (laughs) like try all these new things explore wander you know other dimensions uranus 
Get, stay away from my anus. Exit only. God, I don't know how many times we have to bring that up. So it says when Uranus in the sky opposes Uranus in our birth chart is when, like, that awakening happens. Said that it's a planet of revolution, freedom, freedom, and the souls demand that we devote ourselves to the deepest part of who we are. And so is that saying that like an alien abduction is like what's actually going to happen, and it's good for us, so we shouldn't fear it? No, but if you listen, and I can go back because. They've been talking about it a lot on And That's Why We Drink. M covers a fuck ton of abduction stories and, oh like, what they may or may not be and how, like, maybe... Or is it where people, like, uh, get abducted and disappear? They disappear and come back most of the time. Oh, yeah. okay. But, like, it sounds like maybe the aliens were like, hey, maybe we want to live here because our planet is, like you know, not sustainable anymore. So maybe we should check it out. And then it's like, oh no, humans are bad as fuck. Like we can't play well with others. So like don't don't do it. Don't do They're it. Fucking horrible. Yes. So take this back. Yeah. Uh no, please just like those comics where it says, you know, when aliens go by our planet, do they roll up our win- their windows? Oh, yeah. Oh, this is the bad part of the solar system. It gives them the ick. Yes. (laughs) So, you know how you're a baby and you're still a child? Well, it says when this Mm -hmm. transit hits at age 39 to 44, which I'm 39, life can explode for us. So I guess I'm going to explode. You are currently exploding. I know. Like, I thought it would be, I don't know, more dynamic. Um, Yeah, how does it feel? Do we talk about that at all? It just, (laughs) I I mean, it feels like I'm on Xanax, I guess. Like, I don't really feel (laughs) anything. What should I be feeling? Wait, so you're going to be 40 this year? Yeah. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. I know. Are you doing anything? I think so. I think I'm going to do, like, a Barbie 40 birthday. Oh, my gosh. Yes. I know. So, I definitely have to come up in April. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Did you see my story, and did you see Alex's haircut? (laughs) Why? He was such a beautiful boy. Why did he do that? Is he joining the army? (laughs) He was tired of his hair. It was just growing and getting unruly. And <laughs> Did you tell him that as women, we cut our hair all the time and always regret it and that he should not do that? Yeah, but he was just like, oh, well, it'll grow back. <laughs> so, yeah, he got he bought some clippers and he, like, just picked, like, a guard and threw it on there and started going at it. And then as soon as, like, he got, like, halfway done with his head, he was like, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, did he regret it? He was like, what have I done? Yes! See, oh, why didn't he talk to us first? That is so Alex, funny. Alex, are you like, listening? Don't do it. Did you listen to my, let it grow, let it grow, let it grow. don't <laughs> cut it off anymore. Alec, can you hear me? <laughs> 
But yeah, and then he was like, so I think, I mean, he likes it kind of because he doesn't have to do anything. But yeah, he misses at least a little bit of hair. Well, yeah, because he literally has none. He freaking <laughs> went G.I. Jane. <laughs> so 39 to what is like 44. No, oh, 29 is the maturing the 39 to 44 is when your lip gloss be popping i guess no exploding not exploring exploding (laughs) kablamo (laughs) i've exploded (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so she says our birth charts are unique and complex a fingerprint of our soul so the explosion differs depending on what house uranus is transiting why can't i say that word transit what is our birth chart like you know when you're born so probably like how uranus is with me being born in april versus you being born in march like it says if it is in the 10th house you may feel the urge to pursue a dream career that you ignored because it did not fit the world's expectations for you if it is in your fourth house you could be seized by a desire to move to learn about your roots or to reshape family relationships so let me see so how do i find out what house uranus is in maybe i'll just google what house is my butt in (laughs) what house is uranus in all i can think is like where's beavis and butthead right now (laughs) is your tongue ever itch I don't think so. Are you dying? Are you going into anaphylactic shock? <laughs> Sometimes it just gets itchy. And I don't know. Okay, I'm confused because like, oh, maybe I've got to find, I'm in Aries. My ruling planet is Mars. Mars. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm very confused. What does the house of Uranus rule? The 11th house ruled by Saturn, Uranus, and Aquarius deals with the ways in which our friendships and how we will find harmony with others. I feel like I missed a word in that. Astrological placements in this house can tell you more about the clubs, social groups, and organizations to which you are drawn. Oh, Uranus in the houses of the natal charts. What are you? What's your sign? Pisces. I don't understand this. Like, it says, like, Uranus in the fifth house and the sixth house. And how do I fucking find out what fucking house? I don't know. It's some weird voodoo shit, man. I would love to read voodoo shit. (laughs) It says the position of Uranus in a particular house of a chart adds an interesting flavor to the areas and stages of life associated with that house. Uranus is a liberator. It wants us to break free from structure and limitation. Its purpose is evolution, experimentation, and growth. Although Uranus can sometimes live in reaction mode, it motivates us to think and act outside the box. In fact, Uranus is the purest form of intuition itself. 
by house the position of uranus <laughs> by house the position of uranus shows where individuals look to stir things up put a new spin on situations and go against the established thought of order mm, sounds like my sexual harassment bullshit going on right now <laughs> oh it says you'll find the descriptions of each position of Uranus through the house of the natal chart. Don't know the placement of Uranus in your chart? I'm, I'm sitting on my anus right now. I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> your birth data, which includes your birth. I always forget what time I was born. I was born at like 11. In the AMs or the PMs? The PMs. I was born at like one. 32 or some shit in the AMs. I just forget the exact. I'm gonna send you this. I think for some reason like 1107 or something comes to mind. Somewhere around there. Alright, go put in your wait. Get your phone. Yeah. This so I can find my anus? Yes. <laughs> your anus. <laughs> I'm telling you, I know where it is. I'm sitting on it right now. Uh, <laughs> my, my anus. <laughs> um, okay, what do I go to? Your anus! <laughs> I don't know. Like, scroll down and it says something to click shit and stuff. Enter the oh, city shit, name so. only. Lincoln. Where? I was born in Lincoln, Nebraska. O-M-J! Dude, it's giving me, like, Lincoln United Kingdom. But it's like, enter your city only and choose from the drop-down. I'm like, fucking not the United Kingdom. Wait, so, name, initial, or nickname? You just put your name, right? Yeah. Oh, what the hell? Dude! Oh. <laughs> March 7. I'm just... What the fuck? I put in... Then I put in Omaha, and it's like, Omaha, Alabama. How do I get a fucking city in Nebraska? <clears throat> First place... And then I put in Nebraska, it says Nebraska, Indiana. <laughs> Mine came right up, Moline, Illinois. <laughs> what the fuck? Find me more <laughs> cities in Nebraska. No, I'm busy. <laughs> Do more with your chart. Flip it! It doesn't even tell you anything. Does it tell you where your anus was? <laughs> Natal chart report. Dakota, Georgia. I'm not faring well so far. Friend, Kansas. Battle Creek, Colorado. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Lexington, Alabama. Oh, I think it gives you... Ordinance? Illinois. Following tables shows the position of planets in this <gasps> Long Pine, I got Nebraska. I'm now born in Long Pine. I'll let my <laughs> mother know. 
long pine. Fuck. That was hard. Also, the Roman numerals refer to the houses. What Roman numerals? Hmm. <sighs> this is real confusing. Maybe okay, hold can... on. Hurry the F up. You can use... I'm reading that some of the interpretations are more detailed than others. You can use this as a starting point and do some further reading about different positions. Oh. Planet positions, ascendants, and houses. So my anus was in Sagittarius. Wait. Is that right? I'm looking at the zodiac and it says tropical it said the moon is in leo mercury is in taurus so i think you go to where it says uranus and uranus is in sagittarius okay well mine is in capricorn okay so let's go back to this guy <clears throat> and then what does it say the Roman numeral refers to the houses where the ascendant is also the first house and the midhaven is also the tenth house. For example, if the sign Taurus is next to Mars, you know that your Mars is in Taurus. Sure. <laughs> what the fuck did I say mine's in? Sagittarius. Wait, we want to know it says like what house it's in. Does it tell us what house it's in? So. Uh, oh, maybe that's what the Roman numerals are for. Yeah, so mine says, if I go down to the second Roman numeral chart, it says that Uranus is in three. Uh, mine's 11. All right, so Uranus in the third house for... Oh, my God, you're the neatest baby I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I love you. I do, but you're being so needy. Okay, sit. Be good. Be good. We're podcasting. Okay, so it says Uranus in the third house. <sighs> your butt in your third house. Did you know you had three houses? Because you do. <laughs> You act and communicate with people around you in an offbeat, eccentric, and zany way. Ooh, I haven't heard the word zany in a while. I like that word. Naturally friendly, you often make people smile with your wit and easy good humor. People look upon you with ease. Oh. <laughs> people look upon you to ease a boring day, knowing you will perhaps have something new to say about the mundane. Your eccentricity, your eccentricity, <laughs> e eccentricity, eccentricity, may puzzle and sometimes annoy them. You win them over with your humility, open mind, and honesty. Creativity in communication and all that you do sets you apart from most. I'm going to send that to you so that you have that. Theo! Theo! Quit talking to the naughtiest kitten that I know. Theo. Hi. Hi, kitty cat. She can't pet you. <laughs> I love you. You're just so lax right now. 
Pat me. Okay, so I'm house 11. Eleven. Uh, my butt in my 11th house. <laughs> Your independence doesn't allow you to identify too closely with any group or social circle. Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Goals and I... <laughs> Goals and ambitions for you are idealistic. You crave your ideals and may not be willing to compromise them to fit in with others. Ooh, God. But, yep. Uh-huh. Thus, you go around life feeling slightly superior to and perhaps disdainful of people who compromise their ideals just to fit in. God, this is written exactly about me. Fuck. Yeah, yours fits you a lot better than I feel like mine fits me. Mm-hmm. Your personal charm and wit will mesmerize many and also lead to a sexual harassment case for the douchebag <laughs> who's in love with my post-it note dress. You psycho. When interacting with a social situation, you are likely to come across as a bit aloof and erratic. Ooh, yeah, it's just this. Aloof. <laughs> this is this is fitting very snugly. <laughs> In the short term, this can cause misunderstandings. Sure can. People will appreciate your simplicity and honesty in the long run. You pride yourself as a loner in many ways. However, you are likely to co to connect really well with people who share your ideals, and these relationships will last a lifetime. Damn, that's like the truest thing ever. Yay, Are you sure that, that your anus was in the right house? Uh, ten points for your bum. Ten points for Gryffindor. <laughs> no, seriously, are you sure your anus was in the right house? <laughs> oh no, where did you look at yours? <laughs> My, just, uh, at the same site. I sent, didn't I send you... My picture? No, maybe I didn't. There you go. Yeah, no, it was the same thing, but like... Oh, I sent you the wrong thing. Did you... I looked... Was it like the first chart or the second chart? So there's... I feel like there was two charts. The Zodiac Tropical, then there's the Placidus, and it's yeah. underneath the Placidus. Oh, okay, yeah, that's where I look too. Oh, you're just not as cool as me, face. I just, like, defy the odds. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like you. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Placidus. Like... Okay, so back to this guy. Fuck you and your anus. Me and my anus. We're going to do whatever we want. Don't hain us because you ain't us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank oh you. You're all week. Okay, so bitch said our birth charts are unique and complex, unless you're Maggie, a fingerprint of our soul. So the explosion differs depending on what house Uranus is transiting. If it is in the 10th house, oh yeah, so we already talked about that. So your house is boring as fuck. Sorry for your life. What blows Gnome's mind is that every life transaction can be seen in the movement of the planets from our first Saturn return at 29, Maggie. You're getting your first Saturn return. Oh, damn. So you might want to Google what that means. <laughs> <laughs> when we are called to face limitations and stand on our own to our Uranus return at 84 when we gain the freedom to express ourselves without concern for what the world thinks. 
Is that just saying like when you're old, nobody gives a fuck, and they're just like, oh, yeah, Betty, like you she's just, just say whatever. <laughs> she's just old. Don't mind her. They're just blatant. <laughs> yeah. Ah, it's fine. Um. What's your okay? So first Saturn return. Yeah. No. That. It says on March. I already missed it on huh? March seven, twenty twenty three. Sucker. Saturn entered Pisces, the last sign of the zodiac, so it is associated with spiritually mysticism or spirituality, mysticism, and boundlessness. Where it'll stay until February thirteenth. I already missed my fucking window. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, oh wait, February thirteenth, twenty twenty six. Oh, so you had a <laughs> long ass window. Uh, but wait, isn't Saturn associated with responsibilities, pragmatism, and stoic boundaries? If you, you say so. Uh, well, you're responsible. Look at you doing things. <laughs> difficulties in creating boundaries and structure i think you're getting better at that though yeah i feel like i am too so that's probably what you're working on like in that window okay okay reality and fantasy blur intuition and emotions take over and spirituality becomes our passion oh okay i don't really know what that that means but it sounds mystical (laughs) <laughs> mystical is my middle name is it <laughs> maggie mystical as a pisces yeah it is pisces <laughs> i don't want to give out your last name maggie mystical uranus <laughs> <laughs> mmu as i always call her <laughs> so she says any oh, and everything in between are Pluto square Pluto and Neptune square Pluto Neptune? Wasn't a, a planet anymore? No, I think it is again. Oh, okay. It like can't decide. I guess. <laughs> Remember, humans are the worst. We've already covered that. That's why the aliens just zoom on by. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> um. So. Our Pluto square Pluto, which this sounds like math, and Neptune square Neptune in our 30s, opening us and working us over, that doesn't sound good, in preparation for the big moment <laughs> of Uranus opposition. I, yeah, so goddamn. Our Chiron <laughs> return at 50 when we reconcile ourselves with our own suffering. A moment when we often reach peace around our own wounded nature. From there, we continue our maturation maturation process with the second progressed lunar return at 54 when we come home to our capacity to mother ourselves and our second Saturn return at 58 to 59 in Uranus square at 63 to 65, which prepares us for retirement and the joy of stepping into the third act of our lives okay so what happens when people die before these times yeah they just like miss out on the explosion or does like their chart like swoosh because they're at the third of their life or the you know three-fourths of their life how does this work i thought you had the answers (laughs) what do you think how do you feel 
Anything I that like you want to very interesting say to Gnome or um, I just feel like I need more information on these things that she refers to in her article. No, we need like a freaking I don't know hippy dippy moon and stars person to Manual. explain this. No, I I was gonna say just the person, so I'll have to read you. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, manual work. I have something uh, behind me. Um, Can you get like an audiography? I mean, don't big words me, bro. <laughs> you said you're a Pisces? Mm-hmm. You're Reese's Pisces? Uh, oh, well, I'm chapter one, so Pisces, you can fuck Pisces. off. Just say Wait, no. what? Chapter one. Aries. <laughs> this is Pisces is always last. The friendship signs. You would uh -huh. think it would just fucking start with like January. Yeah, that's kind of weird. But listen, I didn't write this motherfucking book. <laughs> Maybe it's because Aries is like the most friendship. Maybe it says have a friend who owns the room the second they enter it. Chances are yeah. your friend is an Aries, ruled by Mars, the planet of action and desire. <laughs> yeah. Aries is a natural born leader. However, Mars also represents aggression. <laughs> which explains why Aries is quick to anger, for sure, but also why he is fiercely protective. Of his loved ones. Why did they gender me? Mm. Oh, damn, yeah. Once you are a part of his trusted cavalry, Ares will gladly go to war for you. That is a truth fact. So, I'm a leader. Oh. I'm a firecracker. I got some fucking quirks we won't get into. Firepower. Leading the pack. <laughs> Letting him come to you. Fire mm -hmm. and fury. Maintaining your friendships. Ah. Friendship compatibility. Where are you? Stop it! It's a phone charger, not a kitten charger. No. He's like, what are you talking about? I wasn't doing anything. Okay, ready? Yes. Aries and Pisces. Aries' boldness is almost too much for sensitive Pisces to bear. <laughs> Stop being so sensitive, Maggie. Stop it. Just calm down. Get a thicker it's skin. My, it's in my anus. <laughs> <laughs> While Aries has a hard time accepting the thoughtful and intuitive rhythm of Pisces. Oh. You're so thoughtful. <laughs> And, like, intuitive. So intuitive. <laughs> the homebody nature of Pisces will yeah. annoy Aries. <laughs> and the bravado of Aries is a turnoff for the fish. <laughs> if these two can learn to appreciate each other's strengths, which I feel we do, they can okay. learn a lot from each other's... Uh, other... <laughs> from others. each other's <laughs> Aries could learn to tap into his sensitivity from Pisces and Pisces can learn to stand up for herself 
from the ram. <laughs> However, this friendship could very well be dead in the water if they don't make an effort. <laughs> when stars align, the best advice for Pisces when it comes to a friendship with Aries is this. If you want to get along with your Aries friend, you must let him or her lead the conversation. Otherwise, <laughs> he will constantly interrupt you. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. All right, let me go to Pisces now and see what it says about you. Pisces is a good-natured, sensitive soul who's probably a little psychic. I almost read that as psycho, sorry. <laughs> I mean, that's just projection on me. Sorry about that. You little psychic, you. Oh, okay. A lot psychic. Oh. As the last sign in the zodiac, the otherworldly Pisces embodies characteristics of the other signs which allows her to connect deeply with everyone she meets. She's the friend who constantly texts you after your breakup to make sure you're all right and shows up at your house with chicken soup when you're sick. Aww. <laughs> so you're a dreamer, a healer. You've got quirks yes, that apparently yes. means you're flexible, you slut. I am. People pleaser and pity partier. Living the dream where you'll meet the Pisces. Opening up how to become friends with the Pisces. Emotionally unavailable Pisces friendship dislikes. I was going to say, you know how to become friends with the Pisces. You don't. <laughs> Playing the blame game how Pisces handle conflict. <gasps> Pisces and Aries. Dun, dun, dun. It's a wonder we're friends. <laughs> this is an oil and water combination. <laughs> Oil oh, being God. the fiery Aries, no surprise there, <laughs> and water being the flowing Pisces. <laughs> However, Aries will encourage Pisces to experience new adventures in life, and in return, Aries' creativity will be influenced greatly by Pisces. Ooh, thanks for that. Ooh, okay. Of course, Aries' bossiness... <laughs> <laughs> can intimidate Pisces and Pisces indecision will irritate Aries agreeing on plans will also be complicated giving the opposing energies of these signs however they can have a lot of fun together if they learn to accept each other for who they are Aww. <laughs> I feel like you're not indecisive though oh I definitely am no, like, when, when you want to do stuff here, like, you'll give me an idea of, like, these are the things that I'm interested in, and then I'll give you stuff, and you're like, yeah, we can do that. No, I'm not interested in that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, true. So, I mean, but indecisive can also be, like, more that you'll go with the flow, because I'm the type of person where, like, oh, we can eat anywhere. I just don't like sushi, fish, um... Noodles, noodles like you know just i'm just you know or i'll just tell people you know name places and i'll tell you yes or no yeah nice yeah so there's there's that that yeah that was fun he's Good. mad at me because i let him be late for she's work she's down here on my computer <laughs> i'm sleeping upstairs she couldn't come wake me up <laughs> i heard your alarm go off how did you not Exactly. She said, we heard your alarm go off. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Four hours ago. Well, yeah. <laughs> what time does he work? I'm stressed. I lost all my hair. One. I see that. <laughs> As we say bye to Maggie's boyfriend, Alec, who's so stressed he woke up late and lost all of his hair. <laughs> that's exactly how it happened. That's what he told me. I don't know what else it to say. That's exactly how it happened. I mean, I'm going to post it on Facebook, so then it's just going to be a fact. Beware. Do not wake up late. Yeah. Possibility you could be stressed and lose your hair. Yep. That's how that works. Uh, so hopefully we'll we'll come up with something, which I, I have an idea for, to not get so behind on episodes when life happens. But uh, with that said, you know, thank you so much for tuning in to episode nine. Hopefully this saves properly so that we don't have to record another another episode. Otherwise, I will go burn down PodCastle. So help me, God. Thank you so much for listening to Convos Over Astrological Coffee. Like, share, subscribe, <laughs> and rate our podcasts. We are your hosts. I'm Maggie. And I'm Stephanie. You can find us on social media, Convos Over Coffee Podcast on Facebook, Convos Over Coffee 2 at Gmail, Convos Over Coffee 2 for our Insta, which I sure hasn't fucking updated in a long ass motherfucking time. And uh, we will see what we can do for behind the scenes shit since we've been MIA. See you next time. May your anus be with us so that <laughs> we can actually post episode nine and continue going. If you anus, <laughs> then you're anus. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> one day, one day. Try so hard. Yeah. <laughs>